This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Shock and awe. Total chaos in the Big Apple. We've never seen rain like this. The epic 500-year flood that left destruction in its wake. And death in the basement, the family that could not escape. Imagine returning home after this. A lot of this stuff is ruined. Then... Look at that tornado! The new tornado alley. People driving into it, they have no idea what the hell they are doing. And... Joe Rogan blowback. Turns out I got COVID. And he's taking horse medicine. You could die from overdoses of ivermectin. And the breakthrough COVID case hitting close to home. Last week, she was told she had off-the-chart antibodies. Look at her today. (coughs) Plus, vicious pit bulls on the attack. How all these neighbors came to the rescue. He used a tree trimmer. He got out his gun. Then, secrets of the house that can't burn down. Is this house fireproof? Absolutely. And gator versus drone. Not so yummy. Don't eat that. Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. It was a flood of historic proportions. The remnants of Hurricane Ida came through the Northeast overnight with such intense rain that some people drowned in their basement before they could escape. At least 29 deaths have been blamed on the storm. Amber Cagliano has mourned the devastation that ended up being a lot worse than anyone expected. Utter chaos. Paralysis gripped the nation's largest subway system. Eight million city residents were advised to stay at home. It's like a waterfall as this train pulls into the station. A wall of water sweeps over the platform. This subway staircase is absolutely inundated. It got so bad, the entire system was ordered shut down overnight. Today, it slowly crawled back to business. Passengers had to stand on the seats on this bus. For the first time in history, a flash flood emergency was declared for the city. On this street in Queens, New York, the flooding was so severe, police say three family members, including a two-year-old boy, were found dead in the flooded basement of this three-story home. Neighbors described the floodwaters as chest deep. As the water poured in, people here scrambled to safety. When we have catastrophic flooding like this, then the most dangerous place to be is in the low-lying areas and pathways the water is going to take. And basement apartments are definitely one of the places that people need to get out of when there's severe rain coming. We've never seen rain like this. Ida smashed into the city as the U.S. tennis open in Queens was underway. We saw a horrifying storm last night, unlike anything we have seen before. 
Apartment after apartment was inundated with water. And imagine heading down to your basement and seeing this. I found one of my awards. Inside Edition producer Chris Dukas shot this video in his wrecked basement. Door smashed five and a half, six feet of water. Kind of came right through, hit me, knocked me down. Actress Busy Phillips faced a similar nightmare in her basement in Brooklyn. This is the saddest thing I've ever seen. Jenna Metcalf posted this video from her flooded Manhattan apartment. There was nothing to do but flee. I would say probably like eight inches is why we were. Eight I mean, inches yes. of water in here last so night. Stephen Fabian was with Jenna when she went to her apartment today to inspect the damage. I mean, a lot of this stuff is ruined, mm -hmm. right? It's ruined. Yeah. <laughs> there was like a river oh, yeah. coming through uh -huh, here completely. last night. Yeah. But among the devastation, some only in New York moments. This guy is relaxing in the downpour on a floating beach chair. And this Uber Eats delivery man kept to his appointed rounds. Really hope he got a good tip. States of emergency have been declared both in New York State and in New Jersey, where the most destructive tornado in state history tore through. Les Trent with more on that. Look at that tornado! You can hear the terror in this man's voice as a huge tornado bears down on his hometown. Monster tornado! This homeowner could see it coming too. Holy crap. The twister tore through the town of Mullica Hill, New Jersey, 15 miles from Philadelphia. The most powerful tornado ever to hit the state. You can see home after home destroyed. Look at this, the damage is unbelievable. It looks like a like a dollhouse there just ripped open. You can see a couch sitting on the second floor there. There is debris scattered around the lawn. Look at this house over here. This house is completely destroyed, just one small part of it standing. And then next door, the back part of this house is completely gone. Ashley Thomas is eight months pregnant. She, her husband Troy, and their two young daughters sheltered in the basement of their now destroyed home. Our house looks the worst, but I look at all my neighbors and I'm worried about them and their families and their kids. And we just have such a great neighborhood and community. Someone's going to take us in, I'm sure of it. The remnants of Hurricane Ida created a line of tornadoes in New Jersey, wow. Pennsylvania, and Maryland, where meteorologist Matthew Capucci tried to stop people driving into a twister. Tornado right now, tornado in Annapolis, Maryland. People driving into it, they have no idea what the hell they are doing. Guys, stop, stop. This terrified driver was rescued from his flooded car. I'm stuck in this water, the car is filling up. Everybody, I can't move. There's people in kayaks about to pick me up. Holy cow. Hour after hour of torrential rain caused flooding across the Northeast. The mayor of Passaic, New Jersey, braved the storm and went live on Facebook to warn residents to stay indoors. Right now, we can only respond to life-threatening issues, life-threatening issues. This is the stadium of a New York Yankees farm team in New Jersey. That's going to be some rain delay. And this isn't a river, look. It's a New Jersey highway. A house in Rahway, New Jersey actually exploded. Even mansions were caught in Ida's aftermath. Cardi B found her $5 million home in Atlanta flooded. So wet. 
All this havoc from a hurricane that has left a trail of destruction 1,500 miles long. Absolutely incredible. The daily rainfall in New York City's Central Park on Wednesday was 7.1 inches. That almost doubles the previous record set back in 1927. Other news today, yet another prominent vaccine skeptic has come down with COVID. Joe Rogan, whose 11 million daily Spotify listeners have heard him speak dismissively about the vaccine, has tested positive. And the way he's treating himself is raising eyebrows. For one thing, He's taking a horse dewormer. America's most popular podcaster, Joe Rogan, is taking heat today for how he's dealing with his COVID-19 diagnosis. Turns out I got COVID. The comedian and UFC commentator just revealed on Instagram that he caught COVID Sunday after a performance in hard-hit Florida. I got fevers and sweats, and I knew what was going on. To combat the virus, he's taking a cocktail of medications, including the controversial horse deworming drug, ivermectin. That's the same drug the FDA warned people about taking, declaring, you are not a horse, you are not a cow. Seriously, y'all, stop it. We immediately threw the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, z uh, prednisone. Three days later, he uh, claims he's an cured. And now medical experts fear China. Rogan's millions of fans a, a will follow his lead. Number. You could also die from overdoses of ivermectin. And I hope that people realize this and heed the advice of public health experts mm. rather than Joe Rogan. If there were a medicine that would really help with COVID, every doctor around the world would be using it. And a breakthrough case is hitting close to home for us here at Inside Edition. Two weeks ago, we followed Catherine Coughlin, wife of our Los Angeles bureau chief, as she took an antibody test which lots of people believe tells you if your COVID vaccine is still effective. Your antibodies are off the scale. They are unmeasurably high. That's amazing. Encouraged by the results, Catherine, an actress, flew to Seattle to take part in a horror movie convention. All fans had to show proof of vaccination. Catherine signed autographs and mingled with fans of an 80s cult hit she starred in called Sleepaway Camp. But two days after Catherine returned home to Los Angeles, <coughs> she came down with COVID. How are you feeling, Catherine? Not feeling too good. Kind of lousy. What happened? Your antibodies were off the charts. We thought you couldn't get sick. I thought so, too. And I'm, you know, been careful for all this time. And I, you know, don't let my guard down ever. But I still got it. Sure do hope Catherine feels better soon. By the way, a new study of breakthrough COVID cases in the UK found that being vaccinated not only reduced the risk of severe disease and hospitalization, but also lowered the odds of having long-term symptoms. A man out on his morning walk came close to dying when he was attacked by two pit bulls. Fortunately, some quick-acting neighbors jumped into action and saved the man's life. Now, this is an upsetting story in the video. I promise you, it's intense. A man is out for his morning walk when he is confronted by two vicious pit bulls. Surveillance video shows the off-leash dogs aggressively barking. The frightened 68-year-old man tries to back away. Then the pit bulls lunge. Watch as the man desperately tries to escape, but the pit bulls are out for blood. They knock him to the ground, then maul him, biting his back, head, and arms. The man tries to get up, but he's helpless. The only thing I heard that man say was help me, 
help me. Neighbor Daryl Berryman grabbed a sharp tree trimmer from his garage and raced into action. They was killing the man. And all I could do was try to save him. Because he kept saying, help, help, help. When Daryl approached with his makeshift weapon, the dogs take off. Daryl knocked on another neighbor's door for help, but look, that dog is lurking, ready to pounce. The guy was right here, this area right in here was covered with blood. Neighbor Elmer Levine is a retired Houston deputy sheriff. He sprung into action armed with a gun. I told him and his family to get behind me. The lawman had 911 on the line when the dogs returned. He said he had no option but to open fire, wounding one of the dogs. Seems to me like they did somebody had been feeding them gunpowder or something. I ain't never seen dogs that this this vicious. They had these words of comfort for the man. I was trying to say, man, hold on, hold on, man. The ambulance coming, the ambulance coming. Just hold on, man, please, please. Police and paramedics arrive on the scene and bring the 68-year-old victim to the hospital. He's now in stable condition, FaceTiming with his family. Now these two men are being called heroes for saving a neighbor, fighting for his life against two vicious pit bulls. If it had been a minute later, he wouldn't have been alive. Those dogs are now with animal control. They will be quarantined for 10 days. Their owner has been questioned by police and could face charges. Here's a tip. If you buy a very expensive drone, do not fly it close to an alligator. Alligators may think it's a snack. A drone hovers seriously close to a gator. Suddenly, the beast bites it right out of the air. Travel blogger Dev Langer was in the Florida Everglades and thought it would be cool to get a close-up shot of a gator with her new drone. But the hungry gator had other ideas. Oh, Think it's food? Oh, my God! The alligator, nicknamed George by the stunned tourists, bites right through the drone's battery. Oh, what are you oh, doing, George? Don't eat that! George, no! Well, that meal sure didn't go down right. Look at the smoke billowing from its jaws. Talk about indigestion. That's probably not good. The video is causing a big debate on social media. Tormenting nature with technology goes one comment. What a careless, senseless act goes another. And much of the Everglades drones are banned because the Everglades is a national park. The blogger claims she was on a special tour where she says drones were allowed. We'll be back with more Inside Edition right after this. Next, secrets of the house that can't burn down. Is this house fireproof? Absolutely. Then, excuse me, the actress from the hit show Stranger Things. Her son was sucker punched on the basketball court. How it moved our Megan Alexander to tears. So sorry you had to go through this. And catch me if you can. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Closed caption sponsorship for Inside Edition is brought to you by... Charlie's my little sidekick when it comes to projects around the house. But she disappears on me. 
I can't see everything she gets into. That's why I trust Tide Hygienic Clean. It gets between fibers to remove visible and invisible dirt. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide. Firefighters battling the Caldor Fire out west were successful in keeping the wildfire from engulfing South Lake Tahoe, but the blaze still poses a significant threat to other areas. The other day, we showed you a house built to withstand a hurricane. What about a house that won't burn down? Jim Murray shows you one. As wildfire gobbles up homes near South Lake Tahoe, this home that's under construction is being called indestructible. Ryan Palos and his family watched in horror on local news as their home outside Los Angeles went up in flames in 2019. So you saw your house burn on television? Yeah, it was a surreal experience. It was an agonizing experience for Ryan, but he was determined to do something to prepare for the next fire season, especially after he saw this aerial view of a burned down neighborhood with three homes still standing. He discovered the houses were built with specialized material that won't ignite. Now Ryan's rebuilding using that same technology. Right. You can see how there's, there's steel, but there's no wood. Today, the fire-resistant material is offering folks like Ryan and other homeowners hope that their homes stand a chance even during an inferno. Lori Fisher is Ryan's architect and is with Phoenix Development. Is your foam, and then what, what do you do inside the foam? Six inches of concrete. And there's rebar, so there's, yes. there's foam, rebar, and concrete. The specialized foam bricks interlock, resembling Legos, and are filled with concrete and steel and won't ignite. There is no wood in the structure whatsoever, so there's nothing to burn. It's the most restrictive, fire-resistant construction possible. And check out this cabin that looks like it's wrapped in tin foil. Some are calling it a baked potato. It's another example of cutting edge fire resistant material. The fire shield is malleable and used to wrap homes and cabins during wildfires. And some encouraging news today for firefighters battling the Caldor blaze. Winds are expected to die down as we head into the long holiday weekend. We'll be back right after this. Still to come. Excuse me. The actress from the hit show Stranger Things. Her son was sucker punched on the basketball court. How it moved our Megan Alexander to tears. So sorry you had to go through this. And catch me if you can. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively FedEx. A teenager was left fighting for his life after being brutally attacked during a basketball game. Now his parents want justice. And you may recognize the teen's mom. She's an actress from a popular TV series. Excuse me? She's an actress who appeared on the hit Netflix show Stranger Things. 
Now, Alyssa Brooke is fighting for justice for her son. She says he was the victim of an unprovoked attack at a basketball court that nearly killed him. Swelling was so severe after the fact that he had to wait three days before he could even have surgery. We were told in the ER that we were incredibly lucky that he was alive because he had so much head trauma. 16-year-old Nick was thrown to the ground, and when he got up to face his opponent, he was sucker-punched in the jaw. He never saw it coming. His jaw was broken in three places. It, it cracked fully on the right side. The teen kid who threw the punch was charged with assault. He's a juvenile. But Alyssa and her husband want the other young men who videotaped and laughed during the beatdown to face charges as well. School officials are saying their hands are tied because it did not happen on school property. It just doesn't make sense that these kids get to go back and enjoy their varsity sports and get to go into school and, and pretend like nothing happened. Megan Alexander got teary as she interviewed the parents. You guys caught me. I'm a mother of three, including two boys, and I'm so sorry you had to go through this. The kid's resilient. I got to give him that. I think sometimes he's stronger than I am. A GoFundMe account has been set up to take care of Nick's medical bills. When we come back, catch him if you can. Finally today, a little piece of video that we hope doesn't make you dizzy. Talk about monkeying around. Round and round, this pet monkey goes. Catch me if you can. And that's Inside Edition. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you so much for watching. We really appreciate it, and we'll see you again next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.